The gamut range changes for week two are live, but are they better or are they worse? Should you be saving your war currency right now? Is Jane Foster worth your money? We're talking about all these things and a lot more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. This week, I'm joined by my brother Dorky Dad to discuss all the good, bad, and everything else in Marvel Strike Force. So if you're ready for it, brother Dorky Dad, tell him what to do, my friend. Let's go clubs it. Hello, Valley Maniacs. It is time once again for this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. We do this every single week, talking about the good, bad, and everything else of Marvel Strike Force. And if you're first time here, make sure you hit the subscribe button because we got a lot more Marvel Strike Force content coming this week. I am joined by my brother, Dorky Dad, to discuss many of the controversial issues plaguing Marvel Strike Force this week. So, in general, how have you enjoyed Marvel Strike Force this past week? Oh boy, after the war that we just had, not not great. Is it because of war mode in general, or is this a tough matchup, or an uneven matchup, or what? What? what, 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 what is going on, Dorky Dad? A couple things. It was an uneven matchup in our favor. It was an 80 million punch down. Oh, um, ah. That's not but, fun. Yeah, but is not everything. And the enemy came up with this, like, monstrous Dormammu, Darkhold, Whoa. plus another character from a different team. Okay. And it's it's just the worst. And I I really hope, I don't even want to bring it up because I don't want this team to go viral, but it sucked the life out of my week. Okay, okay. Well, I guess that's a good problem to have. Competitive in the game mode. Someone, yeah. someone, uh, the underdog coming up and making it challenging for you big bullies with that 80 million TCP advantage. Oh, yeah, but, they, they're good. <laughs> all right. But let's talk about some other issues. They, I think I think the Mosa community has issue with these Gamut Ray, the improvements which for mm -hmm. some alliances they are an improvement uh let's let me let me let me uh redo some of these uh or rehash some of these and get your thoughts on these first the first the second iteration of ace of raids will now be an alliance scoring event with this change we'll be adjusting the milestone points threshold so the skill and gamma raids will grant improved event completion of rewards also as a result alliance should feel less pressure to micromanage the individual nodes all right so I think the positive of this was that there is less micromanaging and nodes, less competitive uh, with the nodes, but uh, they adjusted the points as well. So, in my in my mind, I think this is overall negative, even though it did do what they accomplished. I think some of the side effects making this alliance based event hurt a lot of the alliances. What are what are your interpretation of this? How are you how are you uh, how are you enjoying or not enjoying this uh, change that's going on? So this this won't affect me at all because we're doing difficulty eight, but oh, I can see how it's affecting other people. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing: I like that it becomes an alliance event, so that you're no longer fighting for nodes. You're no longer inner alliance fighting. But they just moved that inner alliance fighting to a different aspect, which we've all talked about in the past. It's like try harder whales that are in lower end alliances who are there for their friends. They're just they're having fun doing what they're doing. They're getting their share of milestones, what they think is fair for them by putting in extra effort, extra money, whatever else. But now that they've completely grouped the Alliance milestone, there's no longer those people who can take care of themselves and let their casual Alliance be casual. So they've taken that ability away from people. And the fact that the reward tiers just don't add up, like 100% D4 gives you better than 60% D6. Uh, a couple of things like that really make this a super bad alliance inclusive event. Now, in, in your opinion, obviously they're not sharing all this information with us, but do you think that these these scoring, these milestone points is more of an illustration that they don't play the game as hardcore, more, more the majority of the player base, or maybe they came up with these milestones and the money people said, no, that's way too easy. We got to increase all this. So is it that they're out of touch or the money people just don't care? I think they're they're dumb and lazy. It's what I think is they just they just multiplied the 10,000 you needed individually by 24 members. And it's like there there's so much wrong with that type of thinking that it's hard to even get into. It's just a dumb thing to do. 
Yeah, now I, I think one of the big things that I was complaining about, uh, I, I actually like the difficulty, uh, but I, I think that's a result of my TCP and playing for so long. Uh, one of the things that I did not like was the limiting of these milestones. So if maybe one of your alliance mates had something to do, they weren't able to play, I kind of screwed up the whole alliance. And with the way these milestone points are, that did nothing to solve that. Even by extending the gambit rates by a day to give players extra time, all they did was increase the milestones, it seemed like, so that you're still having to do these raids every single day, 100% of them every day at 60% if you want to get all of them. And I say all the milestones, yeah. I'm talking just the glimmer brace and not even all 20 milestones. Yeah, that's uh, the last third one, right? Third last bracelet? Yeah, third to the last milestone, so. Yeah. Uh, what what could they have done differently to, to ease up on the restrictiveness of these milestones, Orky Dad? Well, there's a couple of things that I think we've had amazing uh, recommendations from places like Reddit. So have the raid be completed at 90% instead of 100% to give that final one. Don't just multiply what we needed individually by 24. Take off, you know, 35, 40,000 from that number to make it make more sense. And, and then just have the difficulty reward slider make sense. There's zero reason why D6 60% should get less than D4 100%. That that math just doesn't add up at all. Yeah, and and, and I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm always flip-flopping. It's the money people that do this or, or the lazy yeah. out of touch. And I'm not I'm not sure what it is because there's no there's very little communication about that. Uh, the third major change that they made was adding more characters to this. and. I'm in the club's lane, so this this long shot edition helped me. I, I love the team of Silver Surfer, Yandu, T'Challa, and the Dad Bros. They just smash so much in that. No problems with this on difficulty six for me. Uh, other lanes, though, I, I didn't notice too much improvement. All these characters, is any of these other characters helping any of these other lanes? Yeah, so Storm is great in the Diamonds lane. If you prep her in a node previous, then when you get to that Web Warrior node, oh, you can throw her in and you can erase that first wave, which is super I, helpful. I didn't even think about that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, she's with Magic, right? Magic okay. is in the Diamonds section. Okay. I, I, I've never run a Diamonds lane. so. I uh, okay, yeah, there you go. I run them all, so yeah. Okay. And then Jessica Jones is a great addition to Hearts because there's also Nico and Spider-Woman in there. So she's giving crazy amounts of energy to them. She's giving them defense up when she uses her special. She's obviously another cleanse to go along with Emma. So she's a great fit as well. And how much is the thing in She-Hulk helping the people in the Spades lanes? The Spades people, shut up. You didn't need help. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's go look at these actual milestones here. Uh, compared to the last one where we needed 10,000, I got to milestone 18 to thirds of the last. It looks like if we continually go with 60%, 100%, uh, six, level six, level six, 100% again all the time, it looks like we get the exact same milestone. So uh, for me, this didn't make changes, but uh, what about your alliance? Is this, is this making it easier or harder? Or same, uh, yeah. or nothing, same. It's the same. Yeah, we uh, we had some people hoard because we were doing a higher difficulty. A lot of us completed the milestones already. And no, I'm not trying to flex on people. Um, so we hoarded a bit. We're going to be finishing probably two days earlier. So it, it really made no difference to us personally, except that the traits that were added were helpful. All right. Now, you mentioned hoarding. The, the traits is good. Uh, but making it an alliance-wide milestone thing, I think it really upset the hoarders. If we look at the numbers here, now this is an alliance-based number, and, I'm, and I didn't go back and confirm these numbers, thanks to Cam and Dad for posting this. Uh, if we look at these for single clears, let's take a look at it by seven, by seven raids, because if you weren't launching a raid right at, uh, right at server reset, you know, you're probably not gonna get eight raids during these eight days, probably only seven days. So if you look at this, the threshold that you need to get for the, at least for the Glimmer Bracelet for most alliances is 191,000 points. And there's really nowhere to get that besides doing level 600% and above that. Now, some people were hoarding their re uh, rewards from the last, uh, from the last, uh, from the first week of the Gambit Raids. Yeah. Kind of kind of got screwed because of this alliance-based scoring. So while it has helped some people, this helps this this really hurts a lot of the lower level alliances that were hoarding this. All right, I'm gonna screw the first week, 
just so I could get the Glimmer Bryce and now these changes and now even them aren't gonna get the Glimmer Bracelet. So what are, what are some other effects that you're seeing because of these changes and these numbers, these numbers? Uh, not not what I expected when 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 uh, Archangel was so happy about the the changes that are coming. Yeah, so it's like you said, it really affected the hoarders because as soon as they made it an alliance-wide milestone instead of a individual one, it dilutes the effect of your personal hoarding to the alliance-wide milestone. So unless everyone in your alliance hoarded the exact same amount as you, it's not having that same effect. Also, if you were one of the few that did hoard in your alliance and the other people opened it up to kind of get what they could from that individual milestone, given what we were told about this upcoming milestone, how it was going to be you know, easy, uh, then it just became like an absolute chaotic mess and, and, and it's bad for everybody. Now, I, I'm not, I haven't had too much conversation with the other alliance. I don't know if you are either, but what what's threshold of the players are do you think are gonna get this glimmer bracelet and uh how many are not gonna complete all these rolling rebel milestones because of that is it is it 50 percent of the players not getting this is it 10 percent of the players that are getting it 90 percent aren't what what are the numbers that you're hearing because i i don't have a lot of information on that right now well, it, yeah, it's tough because I'm in like an echo chamber of endgame alliances pretty much. And we're all like, we're doing difficulty seven, difficulty eight. We're going to try pushing difficulty nine. So we're 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 pretty dumb. Right. So uh, from, but from my discord and from the amount of people that came out upset and nobody coming up being like, hey, my alliance is doing this and we're going to be just fine. I think the vast majority of the community is not going to get the bracelet and certainly is not going to 100% these milestones, which, and I've, I've told you this before, I hate milestones that are not completable free to play try hard mode. Yeah. If it's whale, whale milestones, or if it's like super end game only milestones, I think that's a terrible event. It's a failure of an event. Yeah, I don't think that's why the community is so pissed. If we look on Reddit now, uh, just scrolling down, which is normally a salty place, by the way, but all of yeah. these were, all of these are about the bracelet. Why is not everybody gonna get the bracelet? Bracelet on the Gamma Rays. Mr. Scopely, Gamma Rays, what is going on? Calculate the violence events by 16, not 24. Can we see this happening? I mean, Reddit is pissed. And uh, one post that uh, they did want me to share this morning. So because one of our alliance mates passed away, we can't complete the Gamma Rays or get the bracelets. And this is not a joke post. This is not a punchline. You know, so the real life happens. And the limited scope of these, these milestones just make it so tough um yeah. and what toxic that, really talk it is toxic now i guess i guess if you have a decent alliance though that that will help uh, i guess it's all the alliances that suck that aren't going to do this <laughs> this is a comment by rj and i see your face i see your face now this has happened before this was something that was shared in the public on void chat this got made known Archangel is new. I don't know if he knows that the public chat can be shared with everything. Uh, I think he did learn from this. What is your take on this? Because I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think this came out like he like he wanted. But this is this is this uh, unless their line sucks is what everybody is hanging on right now. What yeah. happened here, in your opinion? So let me let me touch on the subject matter, then I'll touch on this this particular shared sentence. <laughs> On the subject matter, I think he was wrong. I think he didn't know what the math was going to add up to. Because I, I do think that he does care about the community and he wants more people to get it. I think he thought he was under the impression more people were going to get it. I, I'm wondering if they didn't even tell him what the thing was, though. That's, that's he was never he, he, he never shared it with us. He was very excited. Then we saw the numbers like, oh, man, this is not. It's because he did seem legit. He was very uh, excited, and then, and then out of nowhere, when we were asking for the actual numbers, he said, I'm going to try and get that to you. And then it was, I can't give that to you. And the second it was, I can't give that to you, that was red flags. I went to my Discord, and I said, hey, listen, if you're doing uh, D6 100%, go ahead and open up your hoard until you've gotten all the disco balls and the individual one, and then keep hoarding. So that was how I interpreted it. Other people interpreted it as uh, they just let it ride. And then when the Alliance milestones uh, became apparent that it was gonna be more difficult, more alliances were not gonna get it, this sentence was shared. Now I have a problem with that because, and I will shill for Archangel right now. I'm not gonna shill for Scopely, but I will shill for Archangel. Since he's come on, 
He's been nothing but great to the Envoy program. Communication has increased, not by two per two times, not by ten times, by a thousand times. Yeah. There's so much more activity in that Discord now, so much more information sharing. It's even gotten the content creators more energized to talk amongst each other. And he tells us things like, Hey, sorry, I just woke up. I'm going to answer your question as soon as I get to the office in an hour. Yeah. Or I'm clocking out now, guys. I'll, I'll make sure that this is forwarded till tomorrow. Pick me in the morning and we'll get back to it. He, I, I really feel he cares and he's trying. And to do, to share this side of him, which I think was something said off the cuff. It wasn't meant as an actual dig. It wasn't meant as an actual identification of alliances that suck or good or whatever. I think it was just something said amongst, I would say, colleagues and potential friends in the making. And, and I didn't like how this was shared and how it's portrayed and how people are now treating him. Because I do think Archangel has our best uh, our best in his attentions. I, I, I think he does as well. I think he's limited by the higher ups and what he's able to do. But I think he yeah. does. And I think I think um, I think this is this is how talk people talk in normal stuff but this is not like public communication i think he got confused put us in a public chat was very loose with his uh communication kind of like locker yeah. room talk and not uh not meant for public consumption but it's out there and uh here it is here it is but yeah, i don't think uh, he should be getting as much uh flack for this you know you know when we communicate publicly we try to edit our uh, comments and you know frame it in a uh, in a neutral light but this is just uh yeah if you're yeah anyway i, I, I think he's a you. good guy i think he's a good guy uh -huh. i think uh, this this came out wrong and i think he's gonna post a lot of stuff in private chat from now on because of that yeah <laughs> all right uh next we have the unlimited x-men coming <clears throat> to the game or or as you put it in your thumbnail of the video the limited x-men yeah. You've you tried them on a test server. How how I, I've tried them on a test server. I, I had mixed results. You probably tested them way more than I did. What was your interpretation of uh this unlimited X-Men? Do they have any value in Marvel Strike Force other than Crucible and other than the uh, unlocking Apocalypse? Other than Cru no. Other than Crucible, no. no. I don't even think they're gonna be a good tower team. I really don't. So, I, I think Rogue and Gambit might become okay plug and play to make hybrid teams for war defense and tower mode, but otherwise I am so unenthused by this team. Right, so let me let me try to reframe the good thing about that is if you miss out on these rolling rebel milestones, it won't really matter at all. You're not missing anything because these Gambit raids Gambit, Gambit kind of sucks outside of Crucible. His, his yeah. kid is missing some stuff. And Dazzler, I, I plan to use her never. I, I even uh, bought the offer. And look, look, this is where my Dazzler is right now. I'm yeah. not, at level 30, so uh, I'm not I'm not using her. But as a, completion, a completionist in me, I like to complete all these milestones. But actual use in the game... Maybe not missing out too much, yeah. All right, so where 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 would you be using Gambit and Rogue? Do they have any value in raids? Maybe in Blitz? Um, any other modes that you tested these guys in? I haven't got to test them in the raids, but I do assume Rogue would be good inside Doom 2.3 boss node. Not for all the nodes, just the boss node. Just one I node. Don't, yeah. I don't think Gambit has a place there. Even his focus is atrocious. Even with Skirmisher, that's super high resistance Doom. I think he'll just resist Gambit's ability block, and then you're going to be there like, cool, I might as well have brought Omega Red in because at least he gets two chances to ability block. Um, yeah, so I, I don't like them pretty much anywhere else. War defense, I can see some some nice hybrids coming together with like new warriors or black belt yo-yo or maybe even some uh skeletary members give them a bunch of speed and watch them pop off um but yeah outside of crucible not a big fan and i actually don't like what i think they're going to do to crucible yeah it's, it's, it's i've already seen hybrids of axemen and unlimited x-men and they yeah. are not fun to go against so imagine when this full unlimited x-men team goes now i did do a little testing in war the practice mode obviously because we we don't have real wars in the on the test server but i was surprised it, it was practice mode but they beat a young avengers i didn't i thought they would get smashed by the young avengers so i was pleasantly surprised but outside of that um Pretty disappointing with them. Uh, where do you see these guys landing at war? More war offense? 
uh, for their attacks, you can control them, or do you think people are going to be placing them on ward defense for that annoyance factor? I think it'll end up on defense, just just by merit that people are going to have them big because they're going to be an apocalypse team. Uh, the way that the war meta is shifting, there's very specific counters for specific war defense teams. And, and this team might work on practice mode, but as soon as you introduce Cargo Bay Barracks, I don't think they beat teams like Young Avengers anymore. So right. I think they end up on war defense. And then they need a particular counter. So it's going to go that way, I believe. All right, all right. New war defense. We got Asgardians and we got the Unlimited X-Men yeah. coming. <laughs> all right, and, and last question. This is a legendary team. Yep. Should legendary teams have more value in the game than just one game mode, in your opinion? Yes, and they should actually be the best in their game mode. Uh, did you find that they're, they're the best in Crucible, or are there some other teams that be, that are better than them? They're the best cookie-cutter team, and the second you introduce Tarmamu, they might uh, as well just be the Eternals again. Like they're, uh, They struggle just as hard. I didn't like them. I my 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 one war practice uh, the crucible practice I got was against a Dormammu Doom Eternals and Emma I couldn't beat that team with these guys so I, I don't know if I was gameplay wrong or something I tried it three times and that was that was a uh, yeah I don't I don't know if that's one shotable even with these guys the second Dormammu uses his special and he just starts flipping all your buffs you're you're screwed that charge Dormammu completely debilitates this team. Uh, so I guess a two two taps still with uh, Dormammu with even with these guys. Yeah. Ah, frustrating, frustrating. So not even not even the best in their own game mode. That that is disappointing. All right, but we got a we got a Rumble Blitz coming for more Roland Rebel milestones. Those disco balls coming up. Supernatural. Uh, this should be about thirteen hundred points. Have you calculated to see what this is going to do to your? Uh, point total in that in the in the milestones no i haven't it's by way of this events being just too convoluted for me to actually keep track of and plan for disco balls and the amount of points i get i just i let it come to me and i see what happens i don't want to stress over it for a month i don't like these month events yeah. I, I i like the last one because they they seemed a little more easy to complete uh yeah. as soon as they introduced these gambit raids i'm like oh this is such trash um also also those one core offers. How many more are we gonna get? They never make that clear. We had one today. So if you're watching this today before server reset, make sure you claim that. How many more are we gonna get? What is your prediction? Three or less? I think we got uh, uh, quite a few at the end of the of the uh, Spider-Woman yeah. one, right? Yeah, we, we got a few that put me over the top. And we we're, were getting some during the Spider-Woman one. That was two one-core offers on the same day. We haven't had yeah. that at all for this Rolled in Rebel one. And I think last time was 400 points. This time it's only 300 points. So squeezing it less and less and less. I think uh, yeah. it was not as profitable as they thought last time. Yeah, that's that's it. Well, okay, hold on, because they had the leaderboard for that. And I know the person who got rank one in the leaderboard. I know they made some money off of it. Did they did they award those leaderboard things? I don't remember seeing that in my inbox. Yes, they did. They yeah. did? Okay. I just I guess I just forgot. Well, me and you were were the 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 pawns of this game, right? We just got silver promo credit, so for us it's like, okay, whatever. Ugh. We just accepted and let it go. But yeah, I, yeah, it's it's like you said. Uh, now that they're only giving three hundred, it doesn't feel like I've seen as many one core offers. So maybe that is a point of concern. But like I said, I'm kind of checked out from keeping track of disco balls. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing about these Roland Rebel milestones. If if freak free to play can complete this all the way through and get every single milestone of those Roland Rebel milestones, I like these kind of milestone events. If not, I hate them. And as as the very black and white, and it's just. Very easy, easy to complete or not. If you can do this without spending money, good. If not, it sucks. And it's it's very black and white for me. All right. But it's not all negative in Marvel Strike Fighter. I told you, there's going to be something positive going on. But I thought it was going to be positive. After I talked to you, I don't know how positive it is. It looks oh. like, uh, well, for me, it's live. These, these seven-day milestones. But you said it wasn't live for you. If I look at this, I haven't played any real-time arena battles today. So good. I haven't done my arena battles. I haven't done my three villains. I haven't done my three heroes. And these are just all autocomplete. So it looks like it's live for some. It was supposed to go live for everybody. What is what what happened with yours though? You said it wasn't live, right? Yeah, I have no idea. I I obviously play every day. Is it something you have to activate in the secret 
in the advanced options or um i didn't do anything i just i just opened it now what confused me was this message that we got the same day as the the gamut raid messaging by tuesday end of day we were supposed to have partial activation by wednesday should be fully activated but I guess uh, there's some bugs with this as well, unfortunately. This was supposed to be a positive news item in the middle of all this, but uh, I guess it's still bugged for some players. Okay, but the fact it's working for you gives me hope. So if this uh, isn't working for me tomorrow, I'll be blowing up Beyond Boy Chat because I do not want to do IT anymore. Why didn't they activate it for everybody? Why do they roll it up with some players gonna get some players getting this? It's like those. It's like those. Um, what do you call those? Those. Those. Uh, those. Those. Uh, those inbox calendars that some people got yeah. and some people didn't. Did so, they ever address that? I got a. I got an awesome calendar, so I'm. I'm okay, but I think they need to give that to everybody, right? Yeah, I mean, give you double, give me once. I, I'm fine with that. I mean, that's how they normally do it. They don't. They don't make it even. But yeah. all right. All right, next thing going on right now is, um, I guess it's not that much a positive thing. More resources for level 90. So we had a new level cap increase when the update went live. And um, yeah, no update to the challenges, which was very highly requested the update to these uh, challenges. We haven't had any challenges updated for level 85. And I guess uh, this was the response. More gold already came, more gold already came in Blitz Milestones, more gold came in certain campaign nodes. Some of these were made public, some of these, just the community found these out. Now, what they're going to yeah. do, they're increasing some gold in the gold rush, increasing some training mats in certain campaign nodes, and that is about it. They also want to point out every level you get a little bonus as well, but this is pretty much all that they're doing, all that is the permit. Yeah. What yeah. needs to be done to fix this uh, this grind that is going on right now for all of our resources? Gold for some, training mats for some, catalysts for everybody. What what do they need to do to fix this? Well, first, and it's a very small thing, you need to take that word certain out of that sentence scopely and increase it on all nodes. Because we want, if, if this isn't on early nodes, we want new players to have that catching mechanic where they're getting resources faster, please. Don't hamstring newer players. And then, and I think this is what you're going to get at. We need more challenge modes. We need more challenge tiers to give us better rewards. Cause, cause a little bit on the payday is cool, but there's also this training day, uh, event that didn't get increased. So it's like, okay, yeah. I'll have gold, but I want to have training mats. And it, there's something that's got to give with this economy, whether it be training mats, gold, orange gear, something's got to give. Cause right now players are just not able to build up these teams actually play and as soon as i can't play the game i'll go play a different game hey how did you purchase those offers for those fully crafted catalysts a few weeks ago yeah they gone they gone oh, yeah mine was gone a few weeks ago as well so <laughs> fully gone that's how that's how much of a bottleneck these catalysts are i would argue training mats and catalysts needs to be updated the most the kid the, the catalysts have always sucked that has always been a minimal event that goes on that people have been wanting more and more and more they did increase it for level 80 nothing for 85 nothing for 90 so there's still this big big resource crunch of orange gear of the the catalyst especially and training mats for me the training mats is where i'm uh struggling i got this much gold right now i got uh, over 120 gold orbs in my economy so for me gold is not an issue it's training mats not really addressing training mats and you, you talked about the certain campaign nodes how were these chosen were they were they just like a dartboard like those pride milestone uh of nodes that that some get the pride milestones and some don't how are how these chosen some get some get some get more uh training mats I'm not certain, but I think they just did like the most end game campaign nodes because all of the Doom campaign now has the purple training module. It used to have like three blues or something. So I think is they this, just did like the most end game. Was this already was this already addressed or is this something because this is coming in uh, the few weeks. So was it is this something that they're going to continue to do or was that purple purple increase? That's it. I, th I think adding the purple training module is it. I can't even say it. It does say a couple weeks, but I thought it was already in play. Oh, oh, that's it's, it's, 
this is trash. This is trash. This needs to be addressed a little more. All right. Yeah. Let me know your thoughts. How much more resources do you need and how much would you be satisfied if uh, they increase these challenges for her? how many more? How much more gold? How much more training mats? How much more catalysts? How much more dark promo credits and all those uh, red stars to make that agency? That was something I was complaining about earlier in the year, but there's been so many issues since then. I kind of forgot how, how much red stars suck. And they got a lot worse this week. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about that. All the dark promos and stuff required. But there are some issues that are still present that have not been addressed yet. Some have and some of these not that ish, not that big of an issue. But like we talked about earlier, these login calendars unintentionally going live for certain players, not equal across the board. Some players got it. Some players didn't. I didn't get anything. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be fine with the solution. You guys, everybody gets it. <laughs> What, no, do, what, is, what do you think is going to be done? Everybody gets 20 gold promo credits and some gambit shards and call it a day? Or what, what do you think is going to be done with this? Because this is still pending investigation or resolution. Now, let me go on record and say I got every single calendar. Oh, so you everybody, lucky dog. You lucky dog. Whatever was the first day in all those calendars, absolutely every single person should get that. I think it was 15 gambit shards, 20 gold promos, five shield guard uh, things okay. yeah they need to just give give it the first day of every single calendar to whoever didn't get it oh you lucky lucky guy yeah they should they should and you know what that's probably not what's gonna happen they'll just give it to everybody or hope that the players are gonna forget and never do anything like they've done with so many other issues but now at least now i have some hope now it's at least in writing on their website no. it's not just us complaining about it on reddit so could, could be could be could be coming all right absolutely we got a new character last night. Jane Foster finally coming to Marvel Strike Force. As you can see, I did not purchase the offer. Did not open any Red Stars yet. Probably going to do that tomorrow on stream as far as the Red Stars. But probably not going to purchase this offer because I don't see the value in another war defense character. Maybe she'll be required for Scourge. But uh, am I wrong? Am I missing something in Jane Foster? What am, what am I not seeing? Or is she just a trash character? So the team is very slow outside of war defense. So it's questionable how good they're going to be. But so is Young Avengers. I think they're a mid-level war defense team. Once you give them to a certain build, people are just going to turn on Zit and it's not going to matter how big you have them. It's not going to matter what ISOs you have. So is there a, a, a rush to build this team? I don't think so. And I'll be honest with you, for the first time since like Pimtech, I didn't buy this character. Mm. So... That's how much I for this character. You open red stars for this character. I sure did. Did you get lucky? Yeah. Oh, I see a big smile on your face. What did you get? No, that's a very that's a very jaded smile. I got uh, one red star. Oh, it's a sarcastic smile. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. All right. Now there are rumors that the release method for Jane Foster is going to be and and there's data mines, not just rumors. There's data mines that they, it's going to be the next month long milestone character. Now. Based on the way uh, Spider-Woman went, I, I would be looking forward to this. Based on the way Dazzler goes, I'm like, this is going to be trash. What are you expecting for Jane for Jane Foster, Mighty Thor? More like the, the Spider-Woman, or is this going to be more like Dazzler? Well, there's still a question mark on Dazzler, right? For those one core offers, how many of those we're going to get? Uh, if they're going to address the Gambit situation, Gambit Raid, and make sure that more people are getting the bracelet. So... I think it depends on how this Dazzler month-long event ends. But I I kind of lean towards it being exactly more of the same mm. between Spider-Woman and Dazzler. Whatever they made the most money on, that's where they're going to go with. Because I think, I think they can change things on the fly a lot more than they let on. Yeah, they, they can. They can. As, as, and yeah. it's very evident when there's a mistake in the player's favor. Yeah. Corrected right away. When it's a mistake in Scopely's favor, takes months, weeks. Sometimes it's not even corrected and maybe uh, players forget about it. All right, so Jane Foster, not worth it. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this month-long event. Now, the other Asgardian coming to the game is the party animal, Valkyrie. She has that party animal tag. And if we go to the party animal tag, that is a trait that is for her upcoming campaign event so does this mean that she's going to be a bad character because usually campaign events are very friendly uh, i don't know about the six or seven easy red stars but usually these are very friendly for players 
Does that mean she's a bad character? No, from using her on the play test, I can tell you she's a good character. She is what makes that team work until they face Eternals. Um, she hits super hard. She, she's one of the better, she's like Kestrel campaign almost. Like she's really good. Right, she's okay. not as good as Kestrel, hold on. I didn't mean to say that. I just, she's not multiple man campaign bad is what I'm okay, trying to say. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we got these party animal traits. Uh, Obviously, if you've been playing for a while, if you're capable of doing Gambit level eight, you should have no problem just autoing this whole thing. But for newer players, what what characters stand out to you with this party animal trait that you might want to bring in? And uh, I don't know if I build up, but bring into this campaign event. So just looking at this right now for the first time, uh, Kate Bishop, America Chavez, uh, because there you got that young Avenger tag. If you haven't built them up yet, build nice. them up oh, now to I help you with the scourge. Squirrel girl's also there. Yeah, three of the young Squirrel. Avengers. I like that. That's a good yes. call. Squirrel girl makes three, and then if you have Jubilee, Jubilee and Beast. Okay, okay. Any about the web? Any web warriors? We got Scarlet and Punk. <laughs> yeah, outside of, outside of Raid, just the two of them. They I, they don't actually feed each other. I think Scarlet Spider needs OG Spider Man, and even that, that's only inside of Raid. And Spider Punk is ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, so that's it. Young Avengers, Jubilee, and Beast. What if what if what if they don't have Jubilee? Who, who would you recommend in place of Jubilee for newer? I'm trying to think of newer players that don't have a lot of uh, these um, legendary so characters. Ice can you let me see the Ice bottom Man there? Worth it? Is Iceman worth it? Uh, There's multiple Man, multiple Man is right there. <laughs> no, and, yeah, Iceman, Iceman. And She-Hulk, because you could use her in the spade section of the Gambit Raids. Double value. <laughs> All right. For sure. We got, a, we, got a, we got another character maybe coming this week. He was supposed to come a couple weeks ago. And I think people are still wondering, are we going to see this guy, Omega Red, this Monday legendary event? As you can see, I got six stars on him. How many, how many stars do you have? Are you going to get another star if his event comes back? No, I, I finished him off on the second event. Woo. All right. How valuable is he for players? Should players be pushing their Secret Avengers and Nick Fury and Winter Soldier just to get him leveled up to the next star level? How important is he to someone's roster nowadays? I think he is still arguably the second best character in the game. Okay, uh, after yeah. Morgan? After Morgan? Yeah. yeah, after Morgan. So in in war, if you're going up against Dormhold teams or even just Darkhold teams, your weapon X is your only answer. And he needs to land his ability block. Having him big is the best thing to do. Uh, in Crucible, again, if you're seeing Darkhold or Darmamu, or even if you're seeing hard Eternal teams, he's going to be an incredible answer to you in that mode as well. The Weapon X team is an amazing tower team. They're an amazing Scourge team for one node. There is a full mutant section coming up. We won't have Lady Deathstrike, but you'll have the rest. So incredible value there. He can work in uh, arena offense meta teams to take on Dormhold or to take on the Eternals, Dormammu, Morgan team. There's so much Omega Red does. And with that percentile damage, two ability blocks, one on each attack, He's not going to be falling off anytime soon. He's not going to go the way of, say, a legendary like Iron Man or Star Lord. He's going to have or some rogue, staying power. Or Rogue. Better than Rogue, right? He's way better than Rogue. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yes, exciting. Hopefully, they don't forget. We didn't get his calendar a few weeks ago. So, hopefully, he comes back very, very good. And I agree with you. One of the best characters in the game. Uh, Morgan Le Fay and, and Omega Red, some of my other legendaries died. They they got through a lot of Dark Dimension 5 legendary, just those two. So, yep. yeah, I, I agree with you. Probably the second best character after Morgan in the game. All right. We have... Elite Store Updates. So exciting. We're dark promotion credits. You can upgrade your Doctor Doom right now because he is available for the insane cost of a crazy amount of dark promo credits in the store right now. Let's see if... Oh, he is in the game right now. I have him in the store. 3,500 for Doctor Doom. And... If you wanna, if you wanna get uh, the rest of his, uh, oh, it's only six stars, not seven stars. Seven is for Morgan. Is he, is he worth it, or should you be saving your dark promos for Morgan Le Fay? If you yeah, have unlocked, there's no world where I would ever buy Doom six star before I buy Morgan seven star. Okay, there, there's just no world. He's a great character, but this is clearly 
they need to hit some kind of quota for this quarter of the year and they put out dark promo credits and they added this doom so people are going to buy that up that's that's what it is i think it's disgusting i think it's bad for the health of the game and i thought about that for the the horsemen getting the six and seven red star too this is about as salty as i'll get i hate the dark promo stuff that they did i think it ruined red stars even more than red stars were already ruined I didn't think that was possible. Red Stars were so bad in its initial inception. They got slightly yeah. better and slightly worse when they rework. And then we got dark promo credits. They make it even worse. I mean, can they ever get this right? Will they ever get Red Stars right? Uh, as long as people are buying Red Star offers, no. Ah, stop buying Red Star offers, guys. We want we want a good system here. And I guess uh, you're right. As long as people keep buying it, they keep having incentive to make it. All right. We got another. We got another thing going on. We got more uh, Mojo's Mayhem Season Twenty Strike Pass Season Seventeen. Uh, less characters. Uh, less character shards. Excuse me. We got Morbius. So it's Morbin time for all you uh, real time arena players, and uh, or if you want to blitz. And then we got Spider Punk, probably the worst of the Web Warriors. The most friendly shards given out of all the Web Warriors now is in the Strike Pass Season Seventeen any reason for players to buy either of these at this point i was so excited when i saw morbius going to the mojo's mayhem pass because i was like yes they finally listened take your stupid cosmetic costumes your your misty knight and your miss marvel take their shards out of the premium passage you're trying to get people to pay for that you're forcing people to pay for because you know they're buying it for the resources and put a new character in there amazing and then when i got on someone from twitch chat was like how do you feel about them only giving 60 and i was like what and I it went was, through it. Was 100, it was 100 previously, right? Yes, it was 50, 50 for premium, 50 for non-premium. And so I went through it, and it was just like, why do, they, why do you got to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, guys? It's so stupid. These character shards that you're sitting on until characters are irrelevant. Just, I'm exasperated by this whole situation. And yeah, it should have been Scarlet Spider in the strike pass. Come on, guys, have a heart. It should have. It should have. He was so... I think the only free-to-play method to get any shards around for that first iteration of Pocket Dimension and never again. So, yeah. yeah. What is up, Scope? Like, come on, give us Scarlet Spider. Why do we need more Spider-Punk? The worst outside of uh, raids in that Web Wars entire team. All right. That is it for the news, but we got some data mines. Looking forward to the future. All right. First data mine. It looks like... Uh, the Mighty Thor, Jane Foster, is going to be the next character. We got some new Rumble Blitzes coming. Getting Mjolnir fragments and gear. Feature trait Inhuman. Next feature trait, Aim. Next feature trait, Sinister Six. And finally, X-Force. Oh, not finally. We have five this month. And as Guardians. Now, what do you, what do you think about these Rumble Blitzes? What do you think their continued trend of these? Uh, it looks like they're going third month for these uh, month-long milestones. Does yes. this, this, this excite you or make you no, uh, rage? It's boring because the Rumble events, I I do one rotation and then I'll slap like Dormammu with X-Force or whoever it is that needs the trait and I'll do a couple extra things for the first two days of it and then it's done. So it's, I don't even need to think about it. So at least it's easy, but I don't feel anything when these events pop up. I'm just like, Okay, here's something I got to go click six buttons for, and it's done. Mm. Yeah. Now, what about the other events? One thing that people are saying, uh, we got a victory blueprint coming up. You, uh, spending your <clears throat> ISO 8 energy earning that stuff for this uh, month-long milestone. We've The previous two month-long weeds, we've had things would say it would benefit to save your war currency, hoarding that. Are you hoarding your currency as of now? I've not the last two times. And I think last video we did together, you had actually gotten a milestone further than me because you did. Mm. So now that you've taught me this, which you're teaching everybody, I am not opening up any more war mills until the day they're about to expire because I do not want to get uh, less on this Smart. again. Smart. Yeah, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, or other way, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So not going to be shame on me again. Save all your war currency. Save all your war rewards. Don't claim them until they're about to expire just in case. Because, uh, yeah, yeah the, the history repeats itself with Scopely. And, uh, yeah, 
it's looking for uh, to do that. It also, it looks like we have a ISO 8 energy spending milestones, all that stuff. So yeah, it looks, looks like the same copy and paste of the previous uh, month long milestones that we've gotten. All right, there is a rumor going around and a lot of it stems from this rework to Iron Man, a, a visual rework, and it's only this campaign screen, but why would they go to the trouble of doing this for a trash character that nobody uses? And uh, there he is, there he is, there it is, look at him. Look, how cool is that? All right, that's probably the coolest thing he does in the entire game. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Right. So, so the rumor is there's a new tech team coming. There's a rumor for a while that a new tech team is coming. Hulkbuster was in that rumor. Drew had that rumor way back in the day. Iron Man may be getting a rework. I guess the the theory, the big theory right now is the other characters gonna be Iron Spider and Vision. How much weight do you put into this rumor? And uh, if not, what could this visual rework to Iron Man mean? I put a lot of stock into that rumor actually because of this change. It's like you said, why would they go back? Nobody's using this character unless they needed to add that for some kind of promo advertisement they were making. I, I put a lot of stock in that. I think that maybe the developers are finally seeing at the high end. There's this team called Dormhold that is making endgame players quit in droves, drop mm -hmm. down in droves. And I think and I hope that what they're going to do is make a new tech team around Iron Man that is going to demolish the Darkhold team. And maybe it's going to have a Scourge Horseman on it. Now, I don't remember a time that Iron Man has ever been useful in Marvel Strike Force. Even on his release, he was not the best option on the, the meta team. Do you, have you ever really used Iron Man maybe outside of that power armor team? And he's kind of on that team because of the tag. But is there, did you ever have any use for Iron Man? No, I started the game pretty late. And by then, he was like already bad. Mm. And now he's like decomposed garbage. Like, you don't even look to build Iron Man. You don't look at that character. So I would love for them to change that. All right. The other the other thing that's fueling this rumor is that there's Avengers Celebration from Marvel coming in August. So it would make sense to have one of their most popular Avengers get a rework. I mean, Thor's gotten many reworks. Hulk's gotten one. Iron Man, I think, got one when Power Armor was released and never again. I mean, even War Machine was way better than Iron Man. So hopefully... Hopefully these rumors have some weight and uh, one of the most trash characters in the game actually has some use. Yeah, right. and, and Scopely, oh. if you're listening, it's okay to completely change his character's kit. You don't need to just add modifiers. You can make his ultimate be his AoE. You can make his special be single target or just adjacent. You can completely change his character to make him fun and good. Nobody's going to complain if you change his character's kit. Make I him will. the well. Well, Reddit's gonna complain about everything. Reddit complains everything, whether it's justified or not. Reddit will complain, but okay, yeah, you, I, you fully, fully, fully do it. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Fully rework his kit because I don't, I don't see a value in the way his kit is right now. There's, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing of value to keep. Fully, fully do it up. Yeah, All make right. him the Gamora of the team. Don't make oh. him the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yes. Right. That's a good. That's a good one. I like that. All right. Last but not least, Miss Marvel, episode two. Now, spoiler warning, guys. We're not going to talk about episode three, which premiered yesterday. We're going to talk everything up to episode two. So if you have not seen episode two of Miss Marvel, this is your spoiler warning. Three, two, one. All right. How did you enjoy that uh, second episode of Miss Marvel? It's different. I'm enjoying the show. There's, I don't feel like there's any stakes involved right now. Like... It's just kind of like a fun watching this out of my peripheral vision while I'm playing on my phone. Not like Moon Knight or Loki where I was like sitting there glued to the TV. So I'm enjoying it. I think it's fun, but it's not. I'm never going to be like, oh, I got to go watch Miss Marvel again. Yeah, I'm, I was more excited to watch Obi-Wan every every time it comes out than Miss Marvel. And I'm a bigger Marvel fan than Star Wars. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't. I, I, I said this to Hargrave last week. I don't think I'm the target audience for it. It seems like it's more aimed towards teen and preteen girls. Uh, yeah. Just, just by the way it is going. So I, I don't think I'm the target audience. So me criticizing it, I don't think is the the best thing but it is it's it's not as appealing for me uh, what do you think about this i think this is the first time they've done a disney plus series that it's kind of origin stories so or kind of finding your powers training through that is that why it's been a little slow in the first couple episodes for you 
Yeah, I think so. And and because if there have been Easter eggs alluding to some kind of big bad villain, I I have no idea about the Miss Marvel character, so I'm missing all that. So it's not like I can't see any depth into it right now. And I think it's exactly like you said, I'm not the target audience, which is fine. Hey, giving a show for teenage girls or for just younger people to enjoy and kind of get into the Marvel uh, dorkdom, if you will, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think they need to have all the audience. I, I do kind of like the um, the portrayal of the most Muslim culture because I haven't really seen that in television, and uh, you know, just giving a voice to them I think is good. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm the target audience. I think it's more for uh, teen and preteen girls. So that's that's my thoughts on it. All right, yeah. any any other final thoughts on Marvel Strike Force, on uh, Miss Marvel, anything else? The state of the game before we wrap this one up. Oh man, it's tough because it feels like everything was negative, but for some reason, I'm still optimistic about the future. I think, I think the next patch, the next characters that come out, will determine how this game goes for the next six months. So I, I think we need a couple answers for the toughest problems that are currently in Crucible and in War. And I think if we can sort that out, start introducing Tower Mode instead of Gambit Raid modes, I think we can have a lot of fun again. Mm, yeah, I miss Tower. I miss Pocket Dimension. I miss those yeah. new game modes that they brought in 2022 that we haven't seen for a long time. We missed we missed out on that entirely in patch 6.1. So hopefully we get uh, that in 6.2. And um, it is it is pretty negative right now. I think once the gambit raids in, I think we'll be back to business as usual. I think a lot of the negativity spans from those gambit raids. And um, I do like Archangels communicating more, doing that. That does give me hope. You know, the solutions yeah. aren't what I want, but. At least he's communicating. We haven't had that for a while. So I do like the direction of the game, even though you're right. This has been a majority negative <laughs> news update. All right. hey, positive, we got to hang out. That's we the, did. That's I love hanging out with you and yeah. uh, talking trash or talking good about the game that we play and, yeah. <laughs> and continue to play because we actually like it, even though we did a lot of com- complaining about it this week. Yeah. All right. Let everybody know where they can find you, my brother. You can find me on YouTube and Twitch, Dorky Dad uh, underscore MSF for YouTube, and then just Dorky underscore Dad for Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Nice, nice. The links will be down below, guys, so make sure you go there. Check out his Twitch stream. Check out his YouTube channel. Puts out some awesome content and is an awesome dude. And if you haven't already subscribed to this channel, like I said, we do this every single week, so hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you already subscribed, hit that thumbs up. Get that notification bell so you know as soon as the new video goes up. I will see you guys next time. Check me out on Twitter. I'm on there a lot, and that's where I post a lot of the news and stuff about the game and just some other random things. Dorky, once again, always a pleasure. I know you got to get out of here. So, uh, Hulk fist bump, brother. Let's do a quick one. Let's go. Hulk fist bump, Valley Fly, Dorky Dad out. Have a great one, guys.